everybody. Happy Friday. I think it's still August. It is. It's the third <laughs> Friday in August. I don't even know the date anymore. I'm Gayam Bruno, host and producer of Yes, You're Watching Us Between the Sheets podcast. We're on the first and third Friday of every month here on the United Broadcasting Network at 7 p.m. Um, I won't even tell you what I was doing. I was running like a crazy person to get here at seven. Um, but I'm here and we have a small crew tonight, but a beautiful crew tonight. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, QTE Brat, and you can also like our Facebook page between the feet, between the feets, between the sheets podcast. <laughs> um, we also have a YouTube channel between the sheets with Gay and Bruno and the shows will go up. The video portion will go up there. And then we're on Spotify, Amazon, Google play, and that's all the audio portion. I just want to say thank you so much for uh, following us for listening to our show um, and for supporting us. So thank you so much um, in gratitude always for you guys. Um, I just, before I, I go into, um, well, you know what? I'll go into the, the old comers and then we have a new rotating co-host that has joined us uh, this evening. But um, I'll start with uh, Mara Shane. Mara, what have you been up to my love? Oh my gosh, I've been getting a lot done as far as diet and working out. Oh, I got. Good. I got a stationary bike, uh, finally, and I have been on that all the time, and I've been eating clean. I'm determined to get back to my fighting weight, so that's what I've been on. Yay! Yes. Woo! Yay for Mara. Um, and then Cheryl Murphy, what have you been up to? I know you've been working and busy because I keep getting your Facebook posting, so what have you been up to? What have you your divinations been? Thank you. What's really special I've been doing lately is helping to raise money for a uh, animal organization, an animal rescue. So I've oh, been doing readings good. and thank you, raising money for Wildlife SOS out of India. We rescue elephants and oh, wow. bears and oh yeah, it's a great program. I'm loving it. Well, thank you for joining us, both of you. I love you guys. You know I do. It's all you're both in here. Um, Kim couldn't join us because she's been working like a dog. Kara is living the lap of luxury in, of course, you know, COVID compliant situations. And, you know, Delicia, we're all here. We're all good. Um, but without further ado, um, let's see. This kid, because she is a kid, um, <laughs> with her red lipstick, um, she is, um, I met her through her uh, aunt and, um, I truly sort of found a kinship with this kid. Um, <laughs> she's married and she's not a kid, but she was, <laughs> I could be her mother. If I could be her mother, she could be a kid. Um, but she is the kindest soul. Um, both her and her sister uh, are the kindest souls I have met for a person at that young age. They are both old souls. Um, she is spiritual. She is creative. She had her own clothing line. Um, she is also a very talented musician, um, composer. Um, she's pretty much got it all, you know, and she just got a house with her husband um, and she's living the dream. She is, and I admire her for her fortitude, um, for her kindness and her compassion. And I knew she'd fit in. I mean, she'd fit into my life. Um, you know, I call, my niece. I call her my niece. Um, and her sister, my niece, because I, I don't have any. It's sort of fun. And <laughs> I didn't have to even raise them like wiping their snot or anything. Um, you know, I just got them at 30 years old. Uh, but, um, but, you know, I have brought up to her, you know, when we've been talking and stuff and really getting to know her as an individual, 
you know, would you like to be on the show? Because, you know, I think she, a, she would contribute, but I think she's one of us and she fits in. And I think she would help elevate the show, give us that younger audience. I know Mara's used to being the youngest, but not today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought, you know what, this girl is an old soul and she has a lot to say for her generation. And, and she actually, um, in our conversations, and I think I know it all because I've lived it, um, she has taught me a lot, not only about just her viewpoint, but also a little bit about myself. She's challenged me. Ah, yes. <laughs> ah, yes. I have I've done the same for her. Yes. Uh, it's, um, you know, teaching an old dog new tricks, as we both know this, um, you know, everybody on the line that's over 30 something, um, you know, it, it's hard once we get settled in what we are. And, and I think the point of everything is to grow. And, 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 um, and I just want to say welcome, Alana. Thank you so much. I'm so welcome, glad to be here. Welcome to the family. Auntie. Um, <laughs> so why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, what you want to share to the audience so they can get to know you a little bit better and, and sort of resonate with sort of where, what platform you're on. Thank you so much. I'm just really happy to be here because I just got out of work and I just, I was so exhausted. I just wanted to lay down. I thought, no, I have, I have to be with Gay Ann and tonight. And I just was looking forward to it. So I just, it, put a more pep in my step all day today. So um, yeah, I'm a businesswoman. I've been, um, I'm in sales currently, and I've been doing that for a long time. I also sing in a band. So along with our guest here, she is an incredible singer and songwriter. I've been listening to her music um, and I sing as well. And I just, I'm all about personal growth and relationships and connecting with people. I just, if I see someone on a street that might need a hug, I'm that kind of person that's going to be like, hey, can I give you a hug? Not during COVID. Pre-COVID. <laughs> I'm that kind of person. I just love to connect with people. So I think our friendship is really special. I've learned a lot from you as well. So I'm just excited to see what we're going to do tonight. And I'm all ears. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Well, welcome. I love you. You know I do. So Aww. Thank and you. So, Love you too. So, okay. So now that we got all the, um, the, the, the love fest going on with the ladies of Between the Sheets, um, I do want to um, introduce our guest. She is a talented singer, songwriter, musician. Um, she is a triple threat on every level. Um, I was introduced to her by some mutual friends that I met through another mutual friend. And, you know, I, I do believe, you know, you do meet people for a reason. And, um, and the first time I met Susan, um, it was probably in a hotel room. And no, don't you guys go there, okay? Um, um, she was coming to record, she was recording her newest album or CD. I still call it, I don't know what it's called. I'll call it an album because I'm just that old school. Um, and I was fortunate enough to meet with her, speak with her. Um, she's another one that, another person that's just, you know, just so grounded and so spiritual. And, and I'll let her tell you just a little bit about her background, where she comes from. She has this pillar of strength. Uh, she almost died. Um, and at, at, out of that, I think at our lowest times, you know, I think we find ourselves and we become a better person for sometimes the things that we do go through. Um, her newest album, which again, I was fortunate enough. Um, I think the first time we met her, I met her, um, you know, after we hung out and got to know each other, all of us, we went to a recording studio. And actually it's the same recording studio, Alana, that I took your sister Jenna to with the same producers. Um, and I sat there for 
one or two songs and I hadn't been in a recording studio in a very long time and I totally missed it. But to sit in this intimate environment and hear Susan sing and hear her creativity. I mean, I got chills and goosebumps. And, um, you know, and it's not her first album. This is not her first, you know, merry-go-round or ride to the rodeo. Um, I don't ever believe she's gotten enough accolades um, for her talent. Um, but I, I, this album, and also who the hell has the balls and the courage to release an album during COVID? I know. So, you know, so I just want to say, welcome, Susan. Um, I love you. I adore you. I'm so proud of you and your accomplishments and what you've gone through in your life to be at this point in your life. And I'm so flattered that you're here to give all of us your energy, to share your music, which is part of your life and your energy. And, um, and welcome to Between the Sheets. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I love you too as well, Gayan. You just are marvelous. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> the, love, the love that you pour out is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to start off with saying, you know, I could read the whole damn bio, but I find that completely, utterly mundane. <laughs> Um, so let's start with, um, you know, where do you come from? Where do you come from? You know, how did you get into music? And then we can just go off from there. Sure. Um, I, I come from uh, a small town in Norman, Oklahoma. And oh, no. Kurt, her internet. Is everybody else frozen? No, right? What? Here, nope. Nope. So much energy tonight, I'm sure. I know it's way too much. Susan, your um, your your internet is like shitty right now. Oh, you didn't hear anything? So. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Great. Uh, so I'm sorry. I um, I'm I was born in Norman, Oklahoma, and then moved many different times to different parts of the United States growing up and I'm in Los Angeles and have been since 1982. And when did you discover sort of that music was your passion? You know, uh, when I was a little kid in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was in a, a preparatory uh, uh, elementary school. Nuns asked me to sing uh, at lunch, and what you what you see uh, anthem day? Oh, sure. And I remember from that when I finished, I thought this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to sing. So that was really fun. Now, when did you actually get professional? Well, how did you start? And when did you get your like sort of professional start? Okay, uh, my professional start probably. Um, in the in the nineties and early thousands, and I was door and many other clubs uh, in Los Angeles, and um, was noticed by uh, at the time uh, a music supervisor who now is one of the heads of the Sony Music uh, Company and uh, music department and everything, Spring Aspers. And she fell in love with my music and my performance. And she said, hey, 
that song, Just Don't Mention Love, can you send that to me? I have a film I want to put that in. So I sent her my song, Just Don't Mention Love, and it ended up being the main title and track uh, and then filling in in between uh, for a, a film called Little City. Hold on, I'm it's so funny, I'm texting Danielle, who is her manager right now, going, your internet is shitty. And she said, cut away and I'll fix it. And I, she goes, I know what it might be. I said, I can't cut away. Kurt, can we do this thing called a cutaway or no? Uh, I mean, I can have it on, focused on you in, yes. instead of Oh yeah, of because that's what everybody wants, more of Gann. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I see Danielle, Are Danielle, you're fixing it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Danielle. Are you frozen now? You're frozen. You're frozen. They might be All resetting right. their connection. All right. Well, we'll just talk. So, uh, <laughs> so, okay. Since we, we'll talk about something else. Anybody see the, the DNC? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I'm so proud. I was I so proud. So proud. I was almost moved to tears. I'm like, this is our guy. He's he really is. I was in love with Billie Eilish. I didn't see it all. I saw parts of it. So I didn't see Billie Eilish. I bet she oh, was. She was amazing. She was on the second day. She did. Her song was called um, Future. Okay. I love mm -hmm. my future. Yeah. Sorry. Well, all I know is everybody, before we get back to Susan, vote blue. Yes. Biden, Kamala is our team. We need to vote. You know, Bernie people, I, you know, I love you. I know some of you but we can't fuck up the vote this time in plain English. We you need know, everybody. Suck it up, suck it up, vote for Biden, vote for yes. Kamala. Um, we need to take back this country and we need to bring it back because we've got a sociopathic lunatic running it. And um, this is not my America and I'm sure it's not yours. And I know I can say this online with all of you people because everybody agrees with us that's watching this show. And if you don't, I agree to disagree and thank you for supporting us anyway. But getting back to Susan. All right. <laughs> and your host, your co-host agrees too. <laughs> so, um, okay. So you were in Norman, Oklahoma. Then you then then we kind of lost you. Something about somebody at Sony. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, I was performing uh, at different places in LA, the Troubadour and, and many other clubs, and was seen one day by a woman named Spring Aspers, who's uh, head of the music department uh, for film and television at Sony. Uh, and uh, she's amazing. And she said, hey, uh, Susan, you're incredible. Uh, can you send me that song, Just Don't Mention Love? I'd like to use it in a film that I have right now. So it became the main and end title of a film called, a uh, fine line Miramax film called Little City. Wow. Wow. So cool. that was neat. And that was your first professional thing right out of the gate. Yes. Well, that's not so shabby. That's <laughs> <laughs> and how long ago was that, Susan? Um, That was, uh, I think... I think it was 1997. So not really that long ago. Not, not really that long ago. And um, uh, then I uh, kept working on uh, other things with uh, uh, people that I was working with at Troubadour that had seen me at Troubadour. Um, uh, Arno Lucas, uh, India Ari. I mean, um, um, uh, Arno Lucas, uh, Ricky Lee Jones, and many other people that he's performed with. He's a drummer and percussionist. 
and um, uh, Chad Watson and I, we were working together and playing out in public. And uh, we played at uh, Coach House many times. Oh my God, the um, Coach House in the Coach House many times and BF Nowhere. Yes, oh yes, God. right, right, exactly. Um, and uh, for for a while, uh, Warner Brothers was very interested in me, and um, I met uh, met Patrick Moten, helped him uh, finish a song that he just couldn't finish, and they couldn't find anybody in LA that could finish writing a song. And I said, I'll do it. So uh, uh, anyway, I finished the song. It was great. And um, the, the guy that uh, went with TV with Prince, uh, you know, the Prince on TV, mm -hmm. um, he left. <laughs> and then that, my, my deal that I was getting ready to get kind of fell, fell down and went away. But uh, anyway, I kept, kept working on it and uh, then kept performing, um, went to, um, uh, started another album called Love is a Cure, The Essential Collection. Uh, which got distributed by uh, by um, uh, uh, TuneCore, and I'm, I mean not TuneCore, but um, by um, ah, I'm forgetting it right now. Um, yeah, they got got distributed by InGrooves. I'm in sorry. Groups. Yeah, InGrooves, and um, that is the album "Love Is Secure, the Essential Collection, which just blessed me so much. I traveled uh, different places in uh, LA and Nashville. Did some TV, did some rate, lots of radio, and got uh, three Billboard hits on that on that uh, on awesome. album. That's yeah, awesome. so that was great. Yeah, that's great. Now, um, just you know, you started you know in at the time when labels were powerful. Yes, right. Um, then they screwed it up, and yeah. you know they were you know they screwed it up. They didn't really think that you know Napster and all those you know, places where people like rip music and stuff, they, they stood on their laurels that people were still going to support the labels. Right. Um, so now you, in this new album, you just released on your own, you know? Yes. What do you think the differences are between at the time having label support? Because I've heard horror stories about people with labels. Like there was a, a client that I represented and the label, you know, spent millions, like a million dollars at the time, you know, to do it. Um, but, you know, the artists never really made a lot of money from it, um, you know, because it's sort of like, yeah, you can have a million dollars to do this, but before you get one cent back, unless you have publishing, and that's the key, I think, to any music, if I'm not mistaken, is have, keeping your publishing. Yes, absolutely. Because if you don't, then everybody, the, the label, label had to get paid before yes. you even saw a penny. Yes. So between that, what used to be to what is now, what do you think the biggest differences or any tips to any young artist or anyone that's that's thinking, because the labels are still around, they're just still yes. shitty. So yes. what do you think, is it better to go the label as you're starting out or to just do it on your own? Well, um, well, number one, as you mentioned, and I was going to bring this up as well uh, as a point, but uh, basically, definitely get your songs published and hold on to your publishing. Um, many times, for instance, D uh, David Z, um, who worked with Prince and many other incredible artists, uh, he, he was the one that uh, produced uh, Love is Secure, the Essential Collection. And um, I, he, he, all he asked for was for me to pay him uh, a fee. Uh, and I got to hold on to all of my publishing. So that was fantastic. But it's very, very important uh, because 
I was being offered uh, publishing deals. I was being offered all kinds of things because of my songwriting ability and my hit songwriting, hit songwriting that I do. And I didn't want to, you know, many of them, I said, no, I can't do that. I can't give you my publishing. I can't do that. You know, they all wanted half of my publishing. So, so, so I didn't like, want to do it. But I'm thinking like, you know, like, because I mean, so how does someone, you know, I mean, besides them forcing to have the publishing done, um, you know, how do, how do these young artists, like, you know, you had some hits, you had a following, I mean, you, you were fought for it, but for these new artists that are just trying to, you know, get their songs out there, how do you, I guess, what's the one-on-one to get your songs published? Well, uh, to get them published, first of all, be playing live so people can see you. So you can start building a fan base uh, and hear you. Um, and uh, to get your songs published, you simply um, record. You simply uh, copyright them with the with the um, with the publish with the um, with you know the copyright agency, and you sign them up with BMI or ASCAP. And then also like on radio, mm -hmm. uh, many of my songs have played all around the world. So it's important to be also on sound exchange because they will go ahead and get all of the things that BMI doesn't get when it's overseas and all of that. I'll go, go ahead and get you paid for all the things that are happening all around the world. So very, very important, uh, you know, get your songs published by copywriting them first, sign up with ASCAP or BMI, um, and then, you know, perform live, uh, join Sound Exchange, and make sure they're, you know, uh, watching over your songs. Because also performing live now, uh, BMI helps you get, you know, get uh, get paid for that as well. So my question, Europe, is, my question is, but in Europe, is it's very very important. Well, yeah, because Europe, unless you're counted, then you're you're gonna. Because I mean, there's so many times when I had to, as as a manager, you yeah. know, someone would say, "Hey, did you know X's song was in this independent movie that was from Bangladesh?" I, I'm making this shit up, but you know, and you're like, "No, they didn't negotiate anything," you know, no. and you have to go after them. So I think Europe and outside of the states, you need to protect yourself. Otherwise, you're gonna like so not get paid yes, but exactly. Susan, i have a one other one question so once it's published once it's once you've got all of that right there are companies that actually can be like your agent correct to sort of take your yes. music and pedal it around yes get into you know it's not like once it's published then sure anybody can use it no you really do need some no, an advocate need, correct right you need, you need an agent or you need someone to license, you know, you can, someone to license your music, yes. For films, for TV, for radio, yes. Now, I mean, there's a lot of money in that, I hear. Is that been your... I, I have a, well, I have a radio programmer right now. I'm on, I'm number two on national radio hits in, in America. Uh, and um, climb, that's climbing up that chart. So the, the album is doing really well. And the song that's uh, number two right now is uh, Starlight. So, you know, that's doing great. But during, during COVID, um, you know, um, I, I wanted to release this album because I feel it has a tremendous amount of hope, of faith, of love. 
And I wanted to lift people up. You know, I'm a giver. I believe in people. I love people. I always want to help them. And, you know, that's what my voice is used for a lot when I sing is to help others, is to remind them, you know, that they too can get through something or they too can find something great about themselves or find this secret place inside that they can develop that became born out of a hardship that perhaps they went through. Well, everyone, without further ado, if you want to call in and speak to Susan or any of us, it's 323-524-2599. You know, Susan, you can, her website is susantony, T-O-N-E-Y.com. Her new album is Headed for Love. And she just told you about a new single, Starlight, that's uh, going up the charts. Um, you know, we, she's got a special um, offer for all of you guys. But without, like I said, let's just wait. And we talk a lot about her. We've all heard her music. I'm going to let you listen to her. This is the song that's going up the charts called Starlight. Enjoy.
my God. I love that song. You are the queen of like hooks. It's so infectious. Um, you know, your song, I mean, just the whole production of it. I mean, I know you've worked with Jane Getz and Bob, you know, Bob and, um, and, and I'm sure there's other people around, but those are the only two I know in you, but what a beautiful song. Um, so it's just so rich. It's just such a beautiful song. Anybody else want to talk now? Cause I'm getting bored. <laughs> um, I, wanted, I wanted to say, I'd like to offer, if you'll send me your email, yeah. I would like to give you a free download of my album uh, from right now through Saturday, August 22nd, tomorrow at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is so, to all of the audience, not just all the, whole, of the audience. Yes. The oh, sheet. So you get a free download of the entire album until, until what time tomorrow? Until 9 p.m. tomorrow. 9 p.m. August. Hold on, I got to get the right Pacific date. Time. The 22nd. Yeah, um, the 22nd you can, Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. And the email, you can go to Susan Tony, T O N E. Susan at, yes, yeah, Susan at SusanTony.com. Correct. Susan or my website, or my website, which is www.SusanTony.com. Remember, see people, come on, you know, come on. This is like, you know, she's a starving artist. We always have to support our artists. But because she's on between the sheets and she appreciates all of you, you get a freebie. Not too many artists give away their stuff. So, you know, please, you know, it's an amazing album and I've heard it all. Um, so I hope you enjoy that. We've got three more songs, which I'm not going to barrage her right now with playing one after another because we've got some time to be on the air. Susan is giving us a, a whole hour and a half. So, um, so thank you. So Susan, I did bring up earlier, yes, you know, your struggles and challenges, um, with health. Yes. And I just, um, would like you to share with everyone here sort of what that was, the time you took off, um, and, and how you got back to strength of where you are now. Yes. Um, in 2005, I found out I had a pancreatic cancer. And um, I was told I had to go on to something called TPN, which basically feeds you through a line in your vein, in your arm. And I had to avoid water, all drinks, all liquid drinks, all food for uh, six months before I could even have the pancreatectomy that I need to have, have my pancreas removed um, because I had cancer of the pancreas. And um, during that time while I was on this feeding liquid called TPN, I, I wasn't, you know, in bed or, you know, I was up and about, but I just had to be fed this way. And I, you know, I had a backpack on my back, a small one that had this feeding, uh, you know, container in it. And I won a huge award. And so I went and performed uh, with this on my back and my guitar and everything else and won the award and had a great time talking to the, all the audience afterwards and the producers and they loved it. And uh, everybody was eating before that in the green room and after, and you know, I was like, oh wow, the pizza smells good. But you know, I just had fun, <laughs> had fun and watched everybody else enjoy themselves basically with the food. But uh, so then I had my, I uh, had my pancreas removed um, uh, eight months later and um, whoo, that makes you feel like you've been kicked, not to the end of the football field, but to the other side of the universe. Wow. And uh, still, I was up and about, 
And um, it took me about seven years to recover from that because there were five subsequent surgeries I had to have as well. And I just kept, I just kept my faith. I kept laughing. I kept loving. I kept believing. I kept writing. And, um, you know, I'm not somebody that would give up. Mm -hmm. I won't give up. That's my nature. I will not give up. I won't give up on this country. I won't give up on anyone in the audience that's having difficulty on anyone in the world that's having difficulty. Uh, When I was in Tulsa a few years ago, taking care of my mom, uh, people would meet me in Tulsa at the restaurant. They, oh, I've seen you on TV. I've seen, I love that song, Trail of Light and Dark. And then people would say, oh, do you do life coaching? And I'm like, no, I don't. But he said, oh gosh, I want you to be my life coach. But the point is, is that there's always somebody, it's not accidental when you meet somebody because they might need your help. One time I was performing at a club in Los Angeles. And um, uh, after the show, uh, a guy came up to me and he said, Susan, I've tried so hard to get out of coming to see you. My friend wanted me to come see you. And I kept saying, no, no, no. I was suicidal. I lost all my faith. I was completely down, down, down and out. But tonight he was able to get me here to hear you. And hearing you tonight has changed my life. He said, I'm no longer feeling suicidal. I'm going to return to my faith, to my life, to my family. And um, I said, well, you know, can, can I take you out for some coffee and dessert after, you know, after the show? So I did. I took him, took him out and had about a half an hour with him at a restaurant. And, you know, you're always put in a position where you can touch somebody. You know, Susan, and we never know who we're going to touch, right? That's I mean, right. you're you're just being you, you know, yes, of course. and you're this, it just sounds like you're this motivational, inspirational, you know, songwriter who can write. I mean, I just give you so much credit for being able to put down your emotions, you know, on paper or in a song. I mean, it's just so inspirational. And you must have really, like you said, done a lot of writing during that time. Yes, I have a big catalog. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I mean, that gets back to the subject of, you know, I mean, we're all healers to some degree, Um, whatever it is, you know, it starts with self, it starts with energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, Alana, I'm going spiritual right now. Uh, (laughs) I mean, but music, I mean, for me, and I am not a musician. Um, I think I am in the rock band in my head, but I, for me, music, has always he has been had such a calming healing effect on me mm-hmm. and you know and and I think you know I mean like oh, let's go around the room and you don't have to say music Mara Shane yeah what in your life has had a healing effect on you a couple things do I have to just say one no you can no you would have I ever stopped you from saying <laughs> <laughs> um I would say, well, music is extremely uh, healing, but also my cat. Um, I, I can't tell you, like, I always have to be a cat mom because I need the presence of that animal with me. There's extremely healing. And then also, um, well, my art, you know, being able to uh, get lost um, while I'm creating something, while I'm taking something that's not tangible and I'm making it tangible it's very amazing. It's seductive and it's 
just like you. Amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm so good. laughs> um, Alana. I agree with her that expression through art is really healing for the person that's doing it because you find things in yourself maybe you didn't know you had. And for me, I write, I like write in a journal. I've written in a journal since I was like seven years old. So I know where my brain was at most of the stages of my life. And then I also sew. So I, I have this, this thing I create and it just comes out of my hands. I don't know what it's going to be until it's done. And sometimes I hate it. Most times I hate it. And then sometimes I love it, but yeah, music is totally healing. And as a performer, as Susan knows, performing is healing too because you're actually digging into who you are and sharing it with an audience. And when I sing cover songs, I don't sing any originals, but when I sing cover songs, I feel those words and I feel the reaction from the audience too. And I feel like it's a synchronous moment of they are being healed by this moment of joy, songs they love or whatever, and they're singing along. And then I feel that joy of being able to provide that and sing that for them. And I'm sure Susan agrees. It's such a joy to see people singing along with you and the, just the energy in the room. So that for me is, is healing. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything, and I'm, I'll get to you, Cheryl, but I mean, everything is all about energy, you know, and, and we all tap into each other's energy. And, and now I'll punt to Cheryl because she, she knows more about this than I do, but Cheryl, what, you know, what is your healing mechanism? Well, you know, just for me personally, I, I'm always out in nature as much as I can get out in nature and just be at peace with that. Um, songs, yes, to me, songs are poetry. Music is poetry to me. And I love the vibration or the melody that it carries. Uh, and what's fascinating is like the truth. When you hear, like in just now in Susan's song, when you hear someone speak the truth, it resonates with you on a deeper level. And to me, that's very healing. It's like, I know you, you know, it's that feeling of. Yeah, she's saying things that a lot of us can't say. And, it's, exactly. and she's putting it into words, things that we feel inside. I mean, the best that's, music. That's what a good song is. Yeah, the best music. And I wouldn't say musicians, the best songwriters, you know, they, it comes from within. And they are at their most vulnerable. And they're sharing that piece of them with you. And that's brave to do. Because in this world, we all walk around with defense mechanisms or what people expect to see from us or what people judgments, want, judgments. I mean, you know, a friend of mine the other day, I mean, I'm always gay and Bruno between the sheets podcast. I mean, I'm on all the time because people <laughs> have that expectation. But the reality is a friend of mine took me aside and she said, you know, you know, I love you no matter what I love you as who you are, but you don't always have to be on because there's that sensitive, sweet, emotional, vulnerable side. Mm -hmm you know, and you don't allow people to see that. So therefore they've got judgment about who you are. So just, you know, calm down, take a breath, you know, namaste and om, and just be that true authentic you and the people. And this is true. I think for everybody, you know, we should drop down that we, we just should. I mean, Susan does it in music, but we all need to drop down that guard and let people see who our authentic self is because otherwise, you know, we really won't find the right people that will understand us and be in our lives. We won't attract the right people in our lives. 
And, you know, every time we take on a persona and you guys can disagree with me or not, but every time you take a persona and we mold and we become malleable or we want what that person wants us to see, we're not only doing ourselves a disservice, but we're also really not portraying who we are. And is that really when you're looking for self-worth and self-love, don't you have to start there and be as authentic and true and honest? Yeah, we are playing a part. It's almost like we're we're stepping into this fake role that we think we need to play. And without really feeling authentic, we just kind of make the, go through the motions and don't really have that deeper connection with people because we are playing a part. And so it's it's nice to see people drop that guard. And Gayanne, go ahead and drop that guard. Like we want to see you. We want to know who you are. And we love the the act too because that is you. And you have that imagine like imaginative side and that amazing energy. But there is deeper sensitive side too. So it's good to show both. Yeah, and, and I want to just ask us, uh, Donna, Susan, um, about the- <laughs> Donna, Susan. Yeah, uh, I read more about you. And I mean, even before this ordeal that you went through, it, you, went, you were thrown out of a car. You know, I, yeah. I can't even imagine all the, all the different things that happened to you that a lot of people would give up and- sink into very very like low depression and maybe want to just die and i mean because come on you were thrown from a car <laughs> you know you got you got cancer and like it, all these things i guess i'm wondering is was it not worth it but like does your music emanate from the pain that you've been through as much as the joy does the pain um, have fire yeah i i think that um well, I, I have a I have a belief that there, uh, even if something terribly difficult happens, there is a good reason for it. Um, there is something that we're supposed to learn, or it's something that is supposed to strengthen us in a certain way. Um, it is something that is uh, enables us to be more of who we are, so we can be more helpful to others. So we can be more gracious, more kind, more giving, more caring, more merciful, more forgiving. And, um, you know, like when I got hit by that car in, in Pasadena uh, on the 210, right over the 134, you know, my car flipped. Uh, an 18-wheeler trailer saw the car hit my car and, um, uh, uh, and called it in because they were trying to deny that, you know, that they were at fault and all that stuff. And I was lying, laying there on right there at Fair Oaks where you exit on Fair Oaks off the 210. I was laying there on the pavement, bleeding. And a fireman who got called on a, a call that wasn't good was going back to Pasadena. And he saw me and he stopped. Wow. And called the paramedics, and I got taken to Huntington Hospital. Oh my and um, my um, uh, my one of my very dear friends at the time called my family. My father was there the next morning from Tulsa to take him out, and they did not. They I wasn't in a coma, but they kept me so sedated, I didn't even. I wasn't really awake. And when I woke up, I was my hair, my ears, 
it was still covered in blood because I was one of my left eye, the, the bone around my eye was crushed. And so they had had to do surgery on it and whatnot. So they couldn't, they couldn't wipe over there or anything. But, um, you know, I woke up and my dad was holding my hand and, um, you know, like I say, this fireman out of nowhere, you know, we don't, we're being saved all the time by something knowing that we need help when we can't even ask for it. You know, there I was, I couldn't even ask for help and I got help in so many ways. And um, I just believe that's what life is about. And sometimes we're sharing joy and it's fun. And sometimes it's serene and other people are going through things and we're there for them. You know, it's just, it's just this passage that like a wave comes in and goes out. You are so inspiring. I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't get depressed. I get sad. I don't get depressed, mm -hmm. but I also, you know, when I listen to your story and it's not your story, it's your life. It is your life. I mean, you know, it really makes me think of like the crybaby BS bullshit, immature stuff that, you know, I was destroyed over really makes me reflect and go, you will never, ever, ever behave like that or feel like that again, because you, I mean, you know, to compare my little bullshit compared to your life changing things and you have come out of it, you know, you could have been angry, you could have been being it bitter. And yet you just find the, the light, the beauty in all the adversity. So I just want to say thank you because, you know, that really is truly inspiring to me. Um, Not that you did, oh, sorry, Dan. It's okay. I'm used to you interrupting me, but please do. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Not, not to say that there weren't, you know, days that I'm sure felt poor, like you're at rock bottom, right? I mean, Definitely. not to make, you know, I'm sure you were super angry at times too, but the point well, being. I've had every emotion that a human being can have. Absolutely. Yeah. More, more than once, you know. Right. And, but you. But I, I look to you for hearing how you got through that because um, I can't even imagine going through something so traumatic, two things so traumatic like that. And I think it's also, as an artist, I think it's amazing that your creativity didn't leave you. Maybe it did at sometimes, but for me, because sometimes I go through um, spurts of creativity and sometimes it's like, it's like trying to, you know, get water out of a well that's you know, all shriveled up sometimes, but yeah. I can't believe that you came up with material based on, on, I can believe it, but it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing that you felt inspired through what you went through mm -hmm. to write. Susan, well, do you feel that you my album says love is secure because love is secure. Do you feel that your music changed and transformed, you know, through this? I mean, like you were, do you feel that you're more of you is coming out now than ever before, you know? Well, I think every, everything that happened to me in my life helped me grow and mature and evolve and understand others better and understand myself better. And, um, Yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's all been touched by, you know, the process of life, you know, which life can be difficult, can be very difficult sometimes. Right now with COVID, I was, I've uh, spent a lot of time in, in prayer about it. 
and uh, I, I, you know, you you can't tour, you can't go out and perform all those things. But, but I think you know, all of a sudden families are listening to each other. You know, husbands and wives are talking to each other instead of texting at at, at a restaurant. You know, they're they're out to eat. And sure, I know they love them, love each other, and they they're having fun, but they're not even looking at each other, you know, or they're eating while they're on the phone, mm -hmm. and and I think that our phones are great, you know, they've they've helped us in many ways. Zoom is fantastic. All these things have really helped us all over the world do things that we couldn't do before, and that are very necessary for business. But the thing that is eternally important for life, for business, for relationship, for serenity, for happiness and joy is being with each other. I crave being with people. I crave performing and giving and loving. We need that. We were born to be together. We we're born to be together, you know, so it's very important. Your voice is so soothing. I could just like yeah. listen to you all the time. Um, but, you know, I want to play another song of Susan's. Oh, we're, we're talking about love. Um, and uh, I, I've asked uh, Kurt, who's on. Thank you, Kurt, um, to play the song, the next song, Headed for Love. Um, everyone, you're watching Between the Sheets podcast, the first and third Friday of every month. We have um, our guest, Susan Tony here tonight. Um, wonderful musician. Her next song, Headed for Love, is queued up. Um, we have a new member of Between the Sheets, Alana. Um, thank you. I love you. She is very cool. Um, everybody's, it's supposed to be, we're all supposed to be here at this time, at this moment, including you guys. So I appreciate you listening. Call in 323-524-2599. Um, ask any of us or Susan any questions. Mm -hmm. And um, lastly, when we come back from the song, there's a special promotion that's, that Susan is offering every listener on the show that will um, expire tomorrow morning and we'll tell you after the song. So now everyone headed for love, Susan Tony. Really, really see what's there 
everybody. Welcome to Between the Sheets. This is Susan Tony. Her second album, her second album, her second song, Headed for Love, um, second single from the song. That, Susan, is, first of all, when I went to the studio for the very first time to hear you, that was the song that was played, and it was so infectious, and I fell in love with your voice and who you are. I just love that song. I, I mean, I love Starlight, but this one, and maybe it's because it has that sort of special thing because it was the first song I was introduced to you with. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, I also have to say, ladies, um, having a musician in the studio and those of you who had been in the studio when we actually have live musicians in there, the energy, I, I so miss that energy. Yeah. Like, because we would sit there, we would start singing and, and just mm -hmm. screaming and, and this virtual thing is great, but I totally miss doing that. And soon we will be back in the studio. And, um, but Susan, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I, I mean, I hear your voice and it's very distinctive, but I guess in my ear and there's probably somebody else, but it's, it's very, I think Ricky Lee Jones like. I hear Bonnie Raitt too. I hear Bonnie Raitt. I, I mean, you know, and it's, and you're unique and individual, but I just, it's that it's, it's just like you can encompass so many like great musicians, but mm -hmm. it's you, it's mm -hmm. you. And, um, and I've always said, you know, for me, what makes a great artist is when I can close my eyes, just hear a song and I can sit there and go, that's that person. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes you unique and right. you're right. Yeah, she um, has a very specific sound. Yeah, very original, very mm -hmm. authentic. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And don't forget, Go I'll ahead. give you a free download of the album through tomorrow, Saturday, August 22nd, 2020 to 9 p.m. Uh, just go to www.susantony.com or susan at susantony.com. Send me your email and you'll receive a free download of the entire album. Hey guys, do it. If, I mean, this is only two. We've got two more to hear before the end of the show, but um, please do, please call in. I mean, you guys are all freaking quiet. 323-524-2599. Uh, now I'm going to zip my mouth and I'm going to open it up to my panel. Alana's so cute. I, I messengered okay. Alana just checking in on her saying, you okay? She goes, I do, but I don't know when I can talk. Now talk. <laughs> I actually have some questions for um, Susan and I, I wanted to ask her where she starts her songs because at, when you're an expressive person and you don't always know where to start, that, that kind of hinders the process. So when you don't start, you can't finish the job. You know, you can't complete the project. And me as an artist, it's hard to even get to the end. I don't even know what that looks like, but yeah. picking up the pen or picking up the whatever it is to start, that's the very beginning. So my question is, does it start with a poem or writing or does it start with a melody or does it start with a guitar chord or, or two that, that you feel you're interested in pursuing the song with? How, like, well, how do you pick and how do you, what's your process like? Okay, um, that's a great question. Um, starting a song, uh, first, do, there's a little trick. Just let your all your walls down and open up all your feelings. You're alone. You're in a room, whatever room is comfortable for you. And you're in the presence of a spirit around you that's always helping you, always there for you. So just lift, lift yourself open, let your heart open and ask yourself what you're feeling. And when you have a feeling and say, hmm, 
what does that sound like? What is the mood of that? And if you play, if you're a guitar player, a piano player, maybe you might be, maybe you might play a few notes and say, oh gosh, and think, well, what does that remind me of? And then you'll get something like that. And then all of a sudden you'll be, you'll have like the start of a, a line. Mm-hmm. You'll have a verse. You'll yeah. have the start, or you might have an idea like um, headed for love. You might have an idea headed for love. You might have the idea, um, uh, I don't ever want to be late again. You know, whatever that is, you might have something might have happened that made you think, gosh, I, that would be a great song. But anyway, find that unique part in you that's calling out, that's got a, an idea, that's got a melody, that's got a feeling, and just let that, let that come together and it'll start coming together. And then completing the project, how do you wrap something up like that? I mean, okay. all of us have ideas and we don't really put them together. And then like how, like you have to finish a song for it to be a song. So wrapping that up, making that com- a complete project, I think is the yes. hardest for us artists. Um, okay. If you're, let's say you're, let's say you're sitting down and talking to a child and you're telling them a story. Think of a child that you love, a, a, a niece, a nephew, a, a cousin, if you have your own child. But think about a little kid or think about when you were a little kid and your parents or somebody special would talk to you and tell you a story. Now, a song is a story. A song is a story, just like a film is a story and a book is a story. And right. a piece of art is a moment because I'm an artist as well. I paint and sculpt and everything. But so find the story. Find the story. So you start telling the story. And as in any story, you say, okay, what happens at? What was the next thing that happened? What was the, what was the breakthrough? What was the thing that gave me joy? What was the thing that gave me an idea? Oh, I can go in that direction. So it's a story that you start telling and then it has a beginning and then you have more details in your story then you go on to the next part of the story well in chapter two just like in a book in the second verse i'm going to talk about more of the story and in the course i'm going to talk about the the goal the course is the goal it's the path that you need to go in that story it's the goal that's why they call it a hook it's the, ah, that's it. You know, mm-hmm. it's the, that moment is that it's same as in a book, same as in a film, same as in a film. Is the chorus, so, is the, chorus the message of the, is, is that how it works? With well, the chorus is kind of the message. It's kind of a, I'm headed for love. You know, I'm headed for love. Yeah, it's the core message, the anthem, what, okay. what the person's trying to convey. I feel like that's where they put it. That's the most important thing they're saying, yeah, exactly. usually in the chorus. Yeah. And I, what I like about your songs too, is there's a lot of key changes. So, yeah. and, and if people who aren't musicians might not understand, but that's when the whole song kind of shifts up or down, has the up or down feeling. Um, she has a lot of that in her song. So she's trying to not just say a message and not just sing a pretty line, but she's shifting the whole song too with the emotion and it takes into a whole different direction she might go back to that original feeling so she changes the feeling of the song with the key changes and that's really interesting how often she uses that and where she uses it and how 
So I thought that was a fascinating part okay. of what you're doing is the key changes. So there's a lot of them. Thank you. I'm a classically <laughs> trained uh, musician. Uh, I started playing uh, classical guitar when I was in the second grade. And I started playing piano when I was in the, when I was two years old. And um, it just, you know, kept teaching. I kept listening. I'd have favorite people. In I'd listen to classical. I'd listen to pop. I'd listen to R&B. I'd listen to blues. I'd listen to country. I listened to all of it, you know. And, um, and then I found what my, I found what my, what my platform was, pop, rock, R&B, blues. That's wonderful. Um, I want to, the only cause, I mean, I looked at the time and I'm like, wow, crap. Um, I want to play another song. Not Your Rescue Squad. Susan Tony, Not Your Rescue Squad. Thanks, Kurt.
<laughs> I have to say, as I'm listening to the words, I am getting all verklempt inside. Um, I mean, everybody on this on this show is an empath, and I think, you know, for me, um, I resonate so much with that song because, um, you know, I've been on that other end. You know, I've 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 been the rescue squad. Mm -hmm. um and it's uh it's uh, it's it's of course we always try and fix too um but you know it, it really resonated with me because you know you find someone you care about them you love them you you grow you want to grow with them and yet you know it's sort of like you become the enabler of some of their behavior mm -hmm. and i'm something i'm like my balls all teared up and shit mm -hmm. um but you know but it's to the detriment of yourself because it's hard to let go mm -hmm. It is hard to let go. And, you know, and, and it, it's, it's not until sort of you have to sit there and stand in your own power and say, you know, I love you so much, but I have to let you go. And I know we've all been there. I know. I know Cheryl's been there. Mara's been there. Alana, I know you've been there. I'm sure, Susan, you've been there. Otherwise, where would you have come up with a fucking song? You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, Alana, you're muted if you want to speak. So, um, so, I mean, um, you know, I'm curious, where did that song come from? There's gotta be a story, Susan. Yeah. Well, I, I wrote that with a good friend of mine named Christine Kellogg and, um, she had been having difficulty with someone. And of course I had a, a shared experience where, you know, I had gone through something like that too. So I, I wrote the song with her and brought then my own uh, things into it, what I had experienced and, you know, told that story, you know, just like we were talking about Alana a little while ago. I mean, yeah, I think what I the responsibility of, of other people and we, we want to help them so deeply because we care so much, but it's, it really is a burden on us and that we maybe shouldn't carry and allowing them to learn maybe, but doing it with love, you know, allowing just giving the, being, being a space for them, but, and being help helpful where we can, but not taking on that, that pain that we experience when we're trying to carry them through those things. They, they do need to, to help themselves. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it just, um, Sometimes, uh, I guess, in, in different people's lives, uh, we've perhaps come close to that ourselves, uh, where something is so momentous, uh, they can't, they just feel inept. And, you know, they, they need somebody to help them. And they, they start off with a, you know, they, they start off, I think, being responsible, but then they just kind of they don't take any action, you know, with the help they're given or with the insight they're given or the support they're given. They don't, they don't take any action themselves to deal with that problem. And um, it's about accountability. And, and yeah. a lot of people, you know, it's easy to project on others when stuff doesn't happen or it's your fault. And a lot of people, you know, and I, you know, and I, I know it's easy because I've done it too. It's not like I'm like perfect. I mean, it's easy to blame someone else for things that we can't see in ourselves, you know, and it is about awareness. And once you become aware of what's going on in you and it takes practice, you don't wake up and go, oh, I'm so aware. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> but it, it takes then the ability of awareness to start working on yourself. And you tend to realize that you don't need anybody else because you've got everything within you. Yes. 
Yeah, and this song really hits home for me. I've lost people that um, that the biggest lesson in life that I was, I think I was, it seems to be a recurring lesson that I keep having to go through is that it's not up to me to save somebody else. It's not meaning anyone. It's they're on a journey. They're on their own journey. It's just such a hard reality. I think it's because, you know, I think to every degree, you know, we're all in a way, and I don't say controlling in a negative way. I think we see something, you know, it's like, you know, we're all, like I said, we're all empathic. We're all very sensitive people, emotional people here on this, on this show tonight. You know, we're the ones that saved the little bird. You know, we're the ones <laughs> yeah. that you know help that cat. You know, we're the, you know, this is who we are, all of us. And that's why we're all brought together. And I think even with the person, you know, we think we can make a difference in their life. Mm-hmm. And we can show them the light or teach them a lesson. But if you don't, if they're not willing to see that, mm-hmm. then first of all, you know, we're just control freaks at that point. Um, but I think yeah. sometimes you just have to sometimes cut those cords and allow everyone else to find their own path, their own journey. And instead of trying to push ourselves or I ideology or what we think on them are being opinionated, maybe we just learn to just sit back, allow them to stumble and fall because we don't want them to do that, but that's the way we're going to grow. And I think the best thing we need to do is to just say, reassure them that we're just going to be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't there no matter what in my situation. Um, No, but that's one situation, but that, you know, there are other things in your life, Mara, that, you know, you can't predicate everything by that one situation. You have helped others whether they've told you or not told you, but, you know, we all make an impact on everybody that we meet. Mm-hmm. And that's why they say, you know, you meet someone, it may be just a smile that you gave them and you don't even know who the hell they are, but that may have made them feel so good about themselves that, you know, maybe you got them out of their depression and it's just so simple and so small. And I think, you know, with this world and now with the internet, I think we want to make big impacts and we got to make big things and larger than life. And Jesus Christ, this is a movie for hell sake, but it's not. Sometimes it's just the subtle things. And I think we all have to be okay with just the subtle things and take note when those subtle things happen to us, know that there's a synergy, there's an action for every reaction and it doesn't have to be huge. So we all make a difference Tonight, we're all making a difference in each other's life. People watching, we are all impacting each other and learning and growing from something that happened to stem from Susan's inspiring music. But we're all growing and learning on this journey and resonating. And I'm on my soapbox right now. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> um, let's have one more song. And um, a, little, a little faith. I want to hear a little faith. There's a heavenly light shining in the room Coming in through, cracking the door Gotta open the door a little wider So all the clouds of fear and doubt Will cover you no more And your faith 
thing Aaron's like I love this song I love Susan oh my god she's amazing so we I mean the fans are just <laughs> loving this um hey Kurt do we still have that call or did they hang up uh let me see we do yes okay we have a caller <laughs> I'm ready when you are hello there hi, oh my gosh I'm you. Teresa hi Jay I love your show thank you Susan, Tony, your music is so unique and authentic, and it touches me in such a visceral way. Thank you for telling the truth. Susan, would you share with us who your early influences are? I'm a musician as well, and I just love to hear who, who kind of got you going and inspired you. I'm sure. Thanks, Teresa. Yeah, uh, Leon Russell, The Supremes. Uh, Aretha Franklin, B.B. Uh, King. Um, wow. Uh, Joni Mitchell. Um, I've been told by many record companies and producers, wow, you really got a lot of Joni Mitchell, yeah. all the guitar stuff and the wow. music that she does. But yeah, I mean, and then classical music. Um, uh, a guy named Paul Williams, you might have heard of him. He writes 
uh, scores. A composer. He's a composer, writes for beautiful, beautiful movies and things. He heard my record, he heard Love is a Cure, the Essential Collection. He said, he said, Susan, you are not a musician. You are not a lyricist. You are a composer. <laughs> and, uh, your, your, your music is definitely so rich and um, covers the spectrum, kind of, for, for me. Say that again, Gam. Nope, that was T. I mean, oh, okay, T. Thank you, T. You're welcome. Thank you. I love your show, Gayam. Thank you, Teresa. I love Bye. you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so, I mean, hey, guess what time it is, peeps? What? What's that, Gayam? It's at eight twenty-three. We have seven minutes. Um, didn't it go by fast? Yeah. Lana, didn't it, Susan? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, so, uh, Susan, I know people can find you at Susan Tony. That's T O N E Y.com. Why don't you just repeat one more time? Okay. What special thing you're doing for the listeners of between the sheets. Okay. For the listeners of between the sheets, I am giving you a gift from my heart that I hope just inspires you and warms you and makes your life go better. Um, uh, from right now through tomorrow, Saturday, August 22nd, 2020 at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I will email you a free download of my new album, Headed for Love, which is on the charts. Um, just go to Susan, send me your email at susan at susantoni.com or go to www.susantoni.com and you'll see the contact me uh, section on that, which will be susan at susantoni.com. Send me your email. And, and also, you know, on the website too, you know, Susan, you know, follow Susan um, on Instagram, Facebook. She's um, all over. Um, you know, it's always important to up the likes on social media. Unfortunately, it is the importance. Um, Susan, I hear that you're, you're single just got added to a California station. So congratulations. congratulations. Um, it's going up the charts. Um, uh, it's, it's the first single is Starlight. Um, so, you know, I don't know, you know, call your stations, tell them to add it. I don't know if they still do that anymore, if that's old school. Um, Susan, Tony, um, Starlight, uh, we want it out there. It's beautiful. I mean, Susan, you know, we talked for a minute, um, you know, you are, you know, I, what I love about you, and I, I was telling this to Danielle, that you're spiritual and you have faith, but you're not a Bible thumper. And it's just, I, I like that because I am anti-established religion and that's just me, mm -hmm. but the way that you position things and even it goes through your music, it is such a paddle, palatable way of me to sort of listen without that aversion factor of actually having some sort of faith. So I actually do appreciate that you are a storyteller, not only through your music, not only a life coach, but that you are just such a Renaissance woman um, on all levels. And I am proud to call you my friend mm -hmm. and I adore you. And I am so blessed that you joined us on the show tonight because I know you've made my life a little better just well, by knowing you. And you've made mine better, Gayan. And I hope that I'm your guest 
many times if you'll have me. Oh, don't worry. We've got a show. I mean, Danielle sent me like a laundry list of stuff to talk <laughs> about. And I'm like, oh, we've got to have Susan back on the show. So because um, it goes on and on and on and on. I mean, you, you are just phenomenal. Um, so thank you, Mara Shane. I adore you, my little sister. I love you. I mean, we don't talk a lot, but we send these amazing text messages of love to each other. Um, where can people find you? What are you doing? Just uh, let us know what's going on, babe. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Mara Shane Art. Okay. Um, I also, you can find my website, marashaneart.com. And my Facebook page is Mara Shane Custom Design. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank um, you. And Cheryl Murphy, where are you? Uh, where are you like doing your psychic thingies? You know, I am on Zoom a lot. I'm doing some Facebook lives. You guys can always check me out on my website. It's mediumcheryl.com. And you can always connect with me through email or you can always call me. My phone number's on my website. But yeah, I'm always trying to teach uh, I'm trying to teach people about mediumship and their intuition. I'm trying to demonstrate also the power of love and that our loved ones are with us and supporting us. Uh, those uh, love never dies, so to speak. So yeah, check out my website. My events page is on there. Awesome. Thank you. I love you so much, Cheryl. Love you so bunches, much. Man. And I'm so happy that Zoom has happened in COVID because you're in a way, because you're always with us now. So it's really, it's hard when we were traveling. So I do appreciate you and love you so much. Um, thank you again for being part of the show. Um, now for the newest member of the bunch, my, my Alana, um, my, my kid, kind of. Uh, <laughs> um, how was your first show, baby? Tell us. It was, it was great. I really loved connecting with everyone and just feeling their energy and just seeing where I could fit in and just seeing if you know, where the, the conversation was going to go because you just never know what's going to open up and where people are going to speak from and, and what you can learn from other people. So I'm always listening, like Cheryl's saying, like there's, you know, she can train the mediumship and things like that. I'm super interested in that. I'm always trying to pick up cues and, and energies. And I feel like it just goes, it's, it touches me and I want to absorb it and I want to figure out what it is and where it came from. So I'm very interested in what you, what you're doing, Cheryl, but um, and just all the conversations I've had with Gayanne, this is very similar to our conversations we have, just the depth of life that there is and how many amazing things we can talk about together as human beings. So I really enjoyed it and I love the music as well, Susan. So thank you for the great messages. And I don't have any Facebook to share, but my, my ask would be to call someone you haven't talked to in a while. For all of us to call someone that we love and we haven't spoken to in a while because they probably need it. And just how disconnected we are right now. I would, you know, I would love it if someone randomly called me. So I feel like we just need to reach out and touch someone. I can't do it through a song. So I'm going to call somebody I care about tomorrow <laughs> and just say hello right. and just make sure they feel loved. So, but I felt loved tonight for being here. So thank you, Gan. You're welcome. You're going to be back. You want to be back? Yeah, definitely. Pressure. 45,000 people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Mara has her kitty cat, I see. It's yeah. so nice to meet yeah. all of you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I love you, my niece. I was blessed. You too. I was blessed to have met you. <laughs>
you. Um, oh, thank you. You too. So, so everybody, um, I'm not going to sign off with, um, you know, you know, my mantra, love, peace, happiness, gratitude, kindness, compassion. Um, that's the way we all live. We do slip and fall. I fuck up. God knows. Um, but as long as we realize that and we get back on the right path, um, be kind to each other. Alexa's talking in the background. Um, and, um, you know, and it really is, it really is all about love. It really truthfully is all about love, love of self first, because unless you love yourself first, you can't grow from that and give that energy to someone else and you cannot fill from an empty cup. So please be safe, please be well out there. Um, you know, follow all the rules, uh, wash the hands, six feet distancing the mask. I created quite a stir on Facebook the other day. Um, um, to some, some liked it, some didn't. Um, I'm a narc, apparently a whistleblower, but, um, you know, it's, you know, you take care of each other and, um, maybe I wasn't, it wasn't a popular decision of what I did, but, um, you know, and would I do it again? Probably not, but I felt at that time it needed to be done. So we all have to take care of each other in whatever way we can. Um, so please do that to each other, even after COVID ends. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. We need to all take care of each other. So yeah. peace and love to you all. Um, we will be back the first Friday of shit, September. Um, yeah. Our guest is going to be Arlene Kranz. She's an author, speaker, mentor, World Women Foundation. Um, she's uh, amazing. And she's um, 80 plus years old. Um, my she, favorite generation. I yep. love those. <laughs> I, usually, I usually date anybody 62 and up. So we're good. Um, so that's my generation, but she is an enigma. She has done so much in her life. Um, I think another inspiring woman for all of us. And I can't wait to have her on. Um, and um, yeah, we did a lot of the heavy topics. I'm now going to start like lightening it up a little, but with just really more motivational stuff. You can find me on Instagram, QTE Brat. This show will be all over audio wise, as well as um, video wise on my YouTube um, between the sheets podcast um, and uh, follow my Instagram, like I said, and please like our between the sheets Facebook page. You know, you keep coming back. We keep coming back for you, you know, Kumbaya. And um, it's all one. We are all one. So thank you, Susan. Thank you, Alana. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Mara. Thank you, Kurt, for constantly watching our back and keeping us in studio and, and on the straight and narrow. I want to go into the studio soon. I so do. Um, and every time I want to, then I change my mind. But, <laughs> but we will. So on that note, everyone, please have a wonderful evening. I do love you. I am in gratitude for each and every one of you. We are the sum of all parts. As Hillary Clinton said, who I still freaking love her, it takes a village. Vote blue, Biden, Kamala, please go out and make a vote. Do not mail. If you can, walk that ballot to your place. Our voices need to be heard. Mm -hmm. We can't. We cannot allow this idiot sociopath to be in charge anymore. This yeah. is a new world a new place. And with that's that, enough. that's enough. It's enough. It's time to move on yep. <laughs> and repair the damage <laughs> and repair the damage. So let's give Biden and Kamala our love, our good thoughts, our positive energy. And with that, my friends, namaste. Have a namaste. great night. Namaste. Namaste.